this is Marquita with Chin Up Always, where we discuss all things, all topics, with a message at the end to remind you to keep your chin up always. So today, I wanted to talk to you guys about deciding to go to therapy. I know that can be hard. It can be scary because you're in an environment of unknown. But I just wanted to come on and share a couple of pointers on how to get started in therapy and some of the things to keep in mind when actually deciding to look for a therapist and book your session. So first, there are many different directories that you can use as a resource to find um, different therapists, such as... um, BlackGirlTherapist.com, PsychologyToday.com. PsychologyToday.com is one of the ones that I usually would recommend to people when they reach out to me and they like, hey, I'm looking for a therapist. Where can I start? I always do Psychology Today because with Psychology Today, you can filter exactly what it is you're wanting. For instance, if you wanted to use a particular type of insurance, you can go in and you can filter the type of insurance that you're wanting to use, and it'll show you the different therapists in your area that accepts your insurance. If you want a Black therapist, if you want a therapist that is LGBTQ plus um, qualified and you know that's their preference to work with that, uh, that community, Or if you want a black male, a black female, just whatever it is you want, it's easier to go on psychologytoday.com and filter all that stuff out. Whether you're a male, female, black, white, whatever, Psychology Today is like your one-stop shop. So those are two of the, um, oh, and you can always look into your directory with your insurance company. So when you look on your insurance card, And there's a number for you to call as far as your benefits or whatever, or your coverage or information. You can always dial that number, ask the representative, who's in my network for mental health services? They can give you a directory of the people in your area. Um, So those are a couple of ways to maneuver getting started. So when you get to these websites and you start to filter, I say you start with a good three read their profiles, um, see whatever like reaches out at you and you take three of them down and you start calling and you ask for a consultation because a phone conversation will tell you a lot about if you feel like this therapist or clinician would be a good fit for you just by speaking on the phone. So I'll say, find your three, make your phone calls. Don't choose the very first one you speak to try to call them all. (laughs) Cause I know a lot of people, they will pick up that first one and they'll be like, okay, they answered. They were easy to talk to or whatever. Not saying that may not be your one, but still call the other two, then make your decision. Call them and let them know you want to book an appointment. Um, and you ask them their protocol and all that good stuff. And they're going to get you started. Now that you've decided to go to therapy, I want to encourage you to allow yourself to feel safe because if you do not feel safe or if you don't go with the open mind that therapy, it will be a safe space. You're going to be guarded. 
Now, I'm not telling you to go in on your first session and just fully be transparent and trust your therapist or your clinician. But I do want you to go in with the mindset that eventually I will begin to trust this person. This person will begin to trust me. This will be a healthy, progressive, benefiting therapeutic relationship. You have to go in it with the mindset of this will help me, right? So once you come up with the mindset that this will be a safe space, you're allowing yourself to believe that therapy is a safe space because it has to be safe. You have to feel safe in order for therapy to work. If you don't feel safe, it ain't going to work. Okay, so when when choosing the therapist or just coming to the mindset that maybe you need someone else to talk to, like I don't think a lot of people get to that point of because I know for um, most people of our culture, it's like you keep everything, sweep everything up on the rug, you don't talk about it or whatever. Um, what kind of what pointers can you give people to say that you know I may need to talk to a professional or um, do I just I go because something is wrong with me or is it just maintenance too? Okay, good question. Thanks. So, oh, you might want to introduce yourself. <laughs> God, I am Felisa Williams. I am her guest tonight <laughs> on the podcast, Chin Up Always. And we're, as you can tell, we are talking about um, finding a therapist and making sure it's the right fit for you. Right. But plug I, your podcast. Uh, my podcast is Queen Up Inc. And um, I don't know what it is. Yeah, but we'll we'll definitely get yeah. that at the end as well. So to, to answer your question on how do you decide when it's really time to look for a therapist? Mm -hmm. And no, it's not necessarily because something is wrong with you. It's not necessarily because you feel like you got a diagnose a diagnosis connected to you or anything or you feel sick. No. Sometimes you just need a safe space. Sometimes you just need somewhere where you could just vent, right? without having to have any kind of regard for anybody feelings. For instance, if you and your mama are having some problems and you just want to go vent and not worry about if you cuss or if you cry or if she hurt your feelings, because sometimes, you know, people don't do well with that when you're trying to communicate the problem to the problem. You know, some people can be offended. So sometimes you just need a space to just let it out. Uh, with yeah. no regard yeah I, it's it's funny because i get people that come to me all the time and they be like my bad i just i talked the whole session and i'm like sometimes that's all you need somebody to listen sometimes people just need to get it off their chest and it's crazy because you they'll come through the door and you can see the tension and then as soon as they leave after they vent it you can see like their shoulders dropping and they're just so mm -hmm. so don't think you have to have something that is just wrong or mental health diagnosis or anything like that to go to therapy. Therapy is, number one, a safe space. Yeah. Now, if you are having some concerns and you feel like um, you might need to talk to someone because you might be having some suicidal thoughts or you might be sad more than often or you realize you're more anxious than you usually be or you're just not feeling yourself and you know something is off. Therapy. 
Yeah. It, it, I, therapy changed my life. Like I realized I therapy introduces you to yourself. Yes, because you, most time we sit in our head and we don't want to say to our friends what we're thinking so that it makes sense to like, okay, this is a, this is a stranger I'm going to warm up to and we can build that relationship and I can say what I need to say and not be judged or not be looking like, girl, you're crazy. Like, why, why would you say that out loud? Right. Because I, I dealt with um, a resident that once, you know, she was suffering from postpartum and she just one day, you know, she just said, oh, I just want to throw this baby. But she didn't want to really throw a baby. That was just what she was feeling. And then the people around her was like, oh, you're a bad mom. They call defects and stuff. And she was like, no, that's not what it's like, you know. So I did help her to go through psychology today. I don't know who she chose, um, chose or whatever. And she's no longer in my program. But that is great. Yeah. So therapy is like a journey, right? And on this journey, you have this person who is your therapist and they are just coming along with you on your journey. You're leading the way, but think of your therapist as your sidekick. Like this is your road trip, this is your journey, but your therapist is your sidekick. Like if we get, we come to a a crosswalk and we trying to figure out which way to go, you know, your therapist is somebody you can actually decide with like come to the table and you have somebody to piggyback off of Mm. it's not for us to heal you or anything like that it's just for us to be your guide like we are sidekick like and if you think of therapy like that you will number one understand that you get in what you get out what you put in Mm -hmm. by you doing the work you're being consistent you're being transparent that leads to the other thing once you decide to lead with believing that therapy would be a safe space you have to also decide that you're going to be transparent Mm -hmm. because a lot of the times people come to therapy and they tell you what they they stay on the surface they tell you what they think you what they think you want to hear yeah but if you're not fully transparent then i can't help you with i call it the nitty-gritty like I can't help you with the nitty gritty if you aren't fully transparent with me. I'm not asking you to come in and just disclose everything in the first session, but eventually you got to be able to trust me, understand this is a safe space and be as transparent as possible so that I can guide you with your most inner thoughts and your most inner concerns and inner challenges. So, um, yeah, therapy does seem scary. Cause it's like, like you said, I know culturally as black folks would go on in our house, stay in our house. Um, If we are feeling sad and depressed and all that stuff, a lot of us are so resilient that we try to think that we either don't want to bother nobody because somebody else got their own problems to deal with. Or we're strong. Or we're strong. Yep. And we're going to get through it, which is true. You know, a lot of people are getting through it, but are you getting through it and feeling well? Are you getting through it and your quality of life is at its best? Or yeah. are you just surviving? Yeah. And a lot of us are mentally surviving. A lot of us are self-medicating, whether it be alcohol, drugs, sex, food, sleep, shopping, sleep, you know, and we cover up and we 
try to survive and cope with those mechanisms. But at the end of the day, they cause other issues. Mm -hmm. So, and that also affects your quality of life. So the point of therapy is to be your best self. Like I, I approach therapy in a way where I need, my goal for all of my clients is I want you mentally stable, physically stable and spiritually stable, whatever that looks like for you. And the goal is to always be in balance with all of those things. And the job every day of your life is to juggle those and try to be in balance the best way you know how. Oh, I like when you say the whatever it looks like for you, because some people are afraid of therapy because they feel like they got to be this perfect person or this perfect couple, or we just got a little bit of problems when there's a whole lot of problems and we just don't want to voice it because maybe, you know, in the, in society, we look good. We're, we're, you know, we out here, we put on this persona, we look good. We, the couple, we, we goals as people say, but stuff messed up. Correct. I have to ask my clients all the time, like, okay, y'all, you look good outside of here, but if people were sitting in here with y'all, would they want your life? Mm. Like, what 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 you put on to the outside of the world and what's going on behind these closed doors, would people want that? And the answer is probably no. Because mm. you have couples who struggle with intimacy, they're coexisting in the home they're barely having sex touching each other talking and then but when you see the pictures posted on social media or you see them out in the public they seem like this happy-go-lucky couple and like you said they are goals which is why i say comparison steals joy Mm. because you see the outside picture but you don't understand what's going on behind closed doors and the goal is to be just as happy on the outside of your threshold on the inside Mm. actually you should be happier on the inside of the threshold in your intimate space that should be your most that's your peace correct yes but a lot of times it's opposite Mm -hmm. it's we look happy on the outside and then when we get home we back to not talking getting in the bed and not even saying good night or yeah yeah and back to what you were saying about what what therapy looks like for that person is because i always say like ain't no grief stronger than your own grief ain't no problem more worse than your own problem like i don't care if you lost a kid and somebody else lost a dog those grief way the same like there is no grief greater than your grief so if you are grieving something and we have to remember we grieve things other than death yeah and i always tell my clients that also is grief is just the love left over you didn't get it expressed no matter what it was whether it's a divorce a pet a car your college career ending those days your high school um you know, process is ending, you're graduating, you're going into adulthood, a job, no matter what it is, if you feel it and it's gone, you're going to feel it more. Correct. So I have to let people know, like, they be like, I don't know why I'm just so sad. I'm angry. I'm just not feeling myself. And then when you begin to talk to them and they going through all these different transitions and it's like, babe, you 
really are grieving because people don't realize we grieve things other than death. You grieve your life before you were a mother or your life before you were a father. You grieve, you know, that job that you had that you probably don't got laid off from or fired from. You grieve your kids from when they were babies and now they're adults and they're a little more independent. You grieve your hot girl summers because now you married. Right. (laughs) You grieve so much. You grieve so many things. America is grieving life pre-COVID. Correct. (laughs) Correct. So, yeah. And I think if people were to realize that we all are grieving in some kind of way, and we need to be more gentle with each other, mm-hmm. you know, and we need to start having the conversation and not just checking in with someone, but checking on them, mm-hmm. not, oh, I'm just calling to say, hey, it's how are you? Yeah. How are you feeling? Have you ate? You know, are you sleeping well? Like you really have to check on the person. And I think if we realize all of us are grieving something at any given moment. So we need to be gentle with each other. Though You need to be gentle with yourself mm-hmm. and you need to be gentle with each other. And you need to realize that if you are grieving, it is okay to seek therapy. Yeah. I think that's one of the most, the, well, I know for a fact for me, that's one of the prominent things that stood out to me that helped me along the way when you started and said to me, be gentle with yourself because I was beating myself up for a lot of things. And some of it I was was responsible for and some of it I had no idea what was happening, but it stuck with me so much that I've got to put on the shirt. Like, And when I feel like I need to be gentle with myself, I'm going through the closet and put on the shirt. <laughs> I can see myself all day. Yeah, that's, so. that's the one thing I have to try to remind myself and my clients. Like, you got to be gentle with yourself through this process because therapy is not easy. Mm. It's not um, hard. You know, it's doable, but it's not easy because, like I said, it introduces you to yourself. So you start answering those questions that you've always had, wondering, like, why you show up in relationships the way that you do? Mm -hmm. Why you show up at work the way that you do? Why do you parent the way that you do? Why do you love the way that you do? Why do you have the self-talk that you have to yourself? Like, it really starts revealing yourself to yourself and you like, oh, my goodness. Is this really me? Right. I'm crazy. What is that? <laughs> but then you have me like, you know, like you are not crazy. It's plenty of people who have said this, thought this, feel this. Like, it's just an introduction to you. And we have to realize we change. And you have to mm. give yourself grace to change. Yes. Things happen in life. We experience different things. Secondary trauma is real, especially with social media. Like, you have to understand that every day something can transpire at any given moment that will alter who you are. Yes. Whether it be temporarily or permanently, we don't know. But it's life is just this ever-changing thing. Yes. And it's something that you always have to adjust to. And that we get to experience. It's an experience. Yes. It's a journey. It is. And if you realize life is a journey, then you realize self-healing is a journey. Self-exploration is a journey. Adjusting is a journey. And if you understand that you can handle the twists and turns that life throw at you a little bit better, 
because you got your therapist. Your therapist done equipped you with some tools. You're going to be able to recognize the signs and you're going to be able to understand why you feel the way that you feel. And you're going to be able to cope with that better instead of beating yourself up about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, and accountability. Yes. Because when you'll be able to check yourself like that, now you know. Yeah. Bring it back. Now you need to go apologize. You need to. Hey. Exactly. (laughs) So therapy is all about allowing yourself to believe that therapy is a safe space. When you decide that you're going to allow therapy to be a safe space, allow yourself to be very transparent in that space. And in that space, be gentle with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you can do that, oh, the journey begins. It does. <laughs> and if the first therapist don't work, it's okay. It's like dating. Yes. Find another one. Mm-hmm. I tell all my friends, we, we be talking and they be like, I'd be like, friend, you've been going to her for a little minute and you still on that. You might need to find another therapist. Or if you still got that question and it's not really being answered, you might need to find another therapist. First, I ask them, are they being fully transparent in therapy? And if she said, if they say that they are, he or she say that they are, I'm like, okay, maybe it might be time for you to explore another therapist. I've even asked my clients, like, hey, do you feel like you need another therapist? Because mm-hmm. if you ain't getting it here, I would just want you to get it somewhere. Yeah. But when we actually sit down and we think about it and we process it, it's like, okay, you got to fully show up and do what you need to do in therapy for it to work. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's not the therapist. Sometimes it's you, yeah. which is why I say everybody got to hold themselves accountable in the process. But I could be very long winded. So I just wanted to convince everybody, try therapy. Yes. Please try it. It will ultimately save your life. Literally. Literally. Or improve your <laughs> life so greatly that you're going to be like, why well, I haven't done this a long time ago? So, yeah, my reason for coming on here is to actually tell you guys to try therapy. Like, try it. Um, psychologytoday.com. I think it's blackgirltherapist.com. It's so many. It's so many. You could just Google therapist in your area and um, directories and resources will come up. So, yeah, try therapy. That's so, all I can say. <laughs> try therapy. And if you're scared to take the step by yourself, reach out to somebody. People come into my inbox all the time and say, hey, I think I'm ready. And I go on Psychology Today and do what I'm telling you guys to do. Find three people, shoot it to them, and let them make their appointment. So I hope this um, conversation persuades and encourage somebody to take that first step into going to therapy and if you are already in therapy kudos to you i'm so proud of you it ain't easy keep going keep doing it um yeah chin up so let them know where they can find you again because i didn't introduce you in the beginning um facebook i am queen up instagram queen up underscore seven the podcast is Queen of Ink and it's um, on Anchor and Spotify. All righty. So I am Marquita Ward again with Chin Up Always. You can find me on Instagram at Empowered Mind, Empowered Life. You can find me on psychologytoday.com at uh, Empowered Mind, Empowered Life. Or you could visit me on my website, marquita-ward.com. Try therapy, y'all. Until then, chin up always.